You're listening to the Nice Idea of the Week podcast. Shalom, everybody. It has been a very painful and tragic week in Am Yisrael with the murder of Eliyahu David Kay on Sunday morning by a terrorist in the Old City. And uh, I'm sure you, like me, have been feeling such a heavy heart all week, a broken heart, where all of Am Yisrael has, has been giving a... Uh, uh, a warm and, and loving embrace to Ellie's family. And I think, you know, in the end, they've given us probably more comfort and strength than we've given them in the fact that they are so strong and such emunah and such faith. Um, but I, I think this short idea I would like to de- dedicate to Eliyahu David Kays, to his memory, to his Aliyah Neshama, and uh, an idea that I think actually fits um, part of the story, the stories that I've been hearing about him. Um, this is some uh, quality that I believe he, he exemplified. So this parish is all about Yosef. Yosef gets sold down to Mitzrayim by his own brothers. He ends up in Potiphar's house and Potiphar's wife uh, accuses him of trying, to, uh, trying to, uh, to molest her and he's thrown into jail. And he's, uh, the parish ends with Yosef in jail. And, you know, you think about Yosef, his life, it's such a tragic life. His mother passes away when he's only nine years old and in, in, in giving birth to his own brother. And his brothers hate him. They don't want to talk to him. Even before he has the dreams, they, they, they don't like him. And then the dreams just confirm that, you know, they look at this kid. He's, he's the bad seed of the family. They don't want to talk to him. They can't look at him. And even when Yosef goes to seek out the peace of his brothers in this week's parasha, he goes to find them and to make peace with them. What do they do? They look at him and they say, oh, here's the dreamer. They don't even see him as a brother. They throw him in a pit. They sell him down to slavery. And then, as you know, you think it couldn't get much worse. He's a slave in Egypt and he gets thrown into an Egyptian dungeon. And that's where the parasha ends. And you can think, wow, this is like, this is not looking too good. You know, if you didn't know the next week's parasha, you know the rest of the story in Sefer Bereshit, how Yosef rises up to greatness and becomes the viceroy of Egypt. You know, you'd be thinking, wow, this is, this is not good. This is not looking good at all. And Chazal say an amazing thing about Yosef. Chazal say, bring a pasuk, Ashrei HaGever, Hashem Sam Hashem Praiseworthy is the man who makes Hashem his trust. Who has trust in Hashem. Who has what's called bitachon. Trust in Hashem. And, uh, and says, Ze Yosef. This is Yosef. What was, it, what was it about Yosef that gave him, this, gave him the strength to be able to not give up? To not ever have despair, to not give up on himself, not give up on his destiny, not give up on his dreams, or where he was not, where he knew he was destined to be, he was destined for greatness. How did he manage to to survive and not just give up and throw in the towel, especially in an Egyptian dungeon? In fact, at the end of the parasha, when the the butler and the baker are put into prison, Yosef goes up to them after the, they've had these bad dreams, and he sees that they don't look so happy, and he says, "Hey, guy, you know what's up? You know, why the long face?" You know, and he, and he interprets their dreams. I mean, who is he? He's a, he's a Jewish slave in a dungeon in Mitzrayim. He's like the lowest of the low in society. And he's able to have the strength, the courage to walk up to two uh, sarim, two uh, ministers from Paro's palace and, 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 and interpret their dreams. And then say to them, you know, don't forget me when you get out of here. And then next week's parish, he gets called, pulled out of jail by Paro himself. And he's able to stand in front of Paro and and uh, interpret Paro's dreams, and then give Paro advice of how to run his country. It's an amazing thing. What gave Yosef the strength? So Chazal say that this, his middle was this middle of bitachon, of trust, of trust. Now, what, what is this middle of bitachon, trust? So the uh, famous Chovot Olavavot, the duties of the heart, which has an, um, uh, one of the most important uh, chapters of, of, of Musa learning, is this chapter of Shara Bitachon in this Sefer Chovot Olavavot, where it's just all about this trust in God. 
And he says, we either put our trust in, in people. We put our trust in, uh, I don't know, people we're trying to impress. Uh, or we put our trust in God. We put our trust in something higher, in a higher. And he says, when a person puts his trust in God, when a person has, when a person has bitachon, so then they have an incredible amount of strength, the strength of character, confidence to be able to do the right thing. They can serve God properly. They can, they can do good in this world. They can fulfill their mission because they're not, uh, uh, become, they don't become servants to either their desires to, or, or to other people's uh, whims. And that is uh, the powerful middle of bitachon. It frees a person. It makes you free from uh, uh, being a slave to, to try and impress others or, or to try and uh, be on others' good side. But rather, no, I will live according to my values because I have trust in God. Like the Pasuk we say, or the words we say in Davening, Hashem, I will not be ashamed, I will not be embarrassed because I have trust in you. And the simple explanation of that is that we won't be ashamed in the next world because we have trust in God. A person who doesn't put his trust in God and spends his whole life, who knows what, chasing after his desires, he might find in the next world he's a bit embarrassed by when he looks back upon his life. But that's the simple explanation. But uh, another explanation is, Hashem, we will not be embarrassed, we will not be ashamed, meaning I will be confident, I will not be worried, I will not be self-conscious, I will not be uh, anxious and worried and always be second-guessing myself, because Hashem kivacha batachno. When a person has bitachon, they can charge forth, forwards to achieve their goals. When a person has bitachon, they're not worried about what other people are going to think. They live according to their values. They charge forth. They feel free to be themselves. And I think that is really uh, uh, from one of the stories I've heard about um, Eli Kay. He was someone who was so passionate and such a pas- passionate about Am Yisrael and passionate about Eretz Yisrael. And he lived according to his values. Whatever he believed, he charged forth, believing, uh, charged forth, uh, achieving his 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 dreams. And in, in parasha which is all about dreams, Parsha where there's all about dreams and, and it's Yosef HaTzadik who, who does not give up on his dreams. He's in a, an Egyptian dungeon and he says, I'm not going to give up, I'm not going to have despair. I think that's the message that we have and we have to take from Ellie Kay's life of someone who, who, who charged, charged forth in his dreams, came, made Aliyah, he served in, a, served in the IDF. He went to Yeshiva, he went to Kibbutz, he, he worked on the land, he was uh, working as a tour guide and inspiring other Jews and uh, people to, to connect in a deeper way to Eretz Israel. And he was on his way down to the Kota with tefillin in hand um, uh, when he was so tragically struck down. This is someone who we have to take the message from that we need to live our dreams, we need to have strong values and have, a, have a trust in Hashem that gives us the freedom to be the person we can be and should be. Ezra Hashem, his memory should be a blessing to all of us and give us strength to be able to charge forth and achieve our dreams. Have a beautiful and Ezra Hashem meaningful Shabbos and a beautiful Hanukkah.